welcome back to the Pin for Pin podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Axon. Today, I'm here with Coach Talley of St. Francis University, Illinois. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks, Josh. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Well, Coach, how did you get into the sport of college bowling? Well, uh, I was playing, uh, I played ball with uh, a buddy of mine who was a, uh, athletic director at a local high school and he got me into high school bowling i've been bowling my whole life and then it just fired from there i went from high school bowling i coached at a high school uh level for 10 years and then uh i went on to the college and um coached there for i just completed my uh 10th year so i'll be starting my 21st year of coaching this coming season well, why did you want to get into coaching? Uh, you know, I've been bowling my whole life, and actually what happened was uh, I had a back injury, and uh, I just started coaching just to, you know, while I was off. And uh, it just, again, just kind of spiraled from there. And then talk about some of your success as a high school coach, because the difference between high school and college is different for everybody, and you having – been able to coach at both levels just talk about that yeah you know what uh when I was at the high school level of course we didn't have uh the sports shots or anything like that back then um we we just had we did have sport bowling but the high school level wasn't there yet uh and uh I again I just got coaching because I had an injury and uh I was coaching there, and I, I uh, fell in love with it, and uh, went on from there. And then I know leaving a team is one thing, but you're moving up to be a college coach. Talk about that transition, because it is a step up in competition and more things that you have to worry about and look about as being a college coach. You know, exactly. Um, you get up there uh, – you know, when you get from the high school to the college, uh, there you get to pick your team, at least try to. And uh, you, you get a different mind frame here with the uh, college uh, patterns and everything like that. You have to learn from that. Uh, so it is a big difference, big difference. Um, you know, and the challenge, the challenge of me being a coach from the high school and then trying to get those kids to buy into the same program um, you know, that was a thing. So, you know, we were able to do that and we've had success with it. So it's been well, a lot of fun. That's certainly interesting. I would say that, you know, I've not coached at either level, but the transition to being a college coach with more bowling opening up and things just being more at your fingertips, it certainly does help. But talk about what was, like, the one thing that you thought was different between high school and college. And then once you actually got to college, did it pan out to be what you thought it was? Um, well, I tell you what, uh, the one big difference is the patterns. Going out there and competing on what college bowling, you know, bowls on, the patterns. Uh that is a big difference because in high school, we just, we bowled on house shots. You get in college bowling and uh, 
we bowl on especially the USBC patterns, so not so much the NCA, um, you know, patterns. They are very difficult. The USBC patterns, Nick Hogan patterns, are very challenging. Uh, that is a big difference, uh, and that is the one thing that we needed to uh, really learn uh, and move forward on. Uh, that was a big difference. But that was a challenging thing as a coach in, uh, in getting the kids to uh, buy on the program and uh, learning from from that and improving every year. That was a big thing. That was the, the fun thing. That was the, the challenging thing. Well, go into more detail because I'm sure some coaches out there would like to know, how did you get your team, either the high school team or your current college team, to buy into the program and what you're trying to do? You know what, uh, and that is very difficult. <laughs> As a coach, the one thing that I found that was most difficult is to inspire kids. S some kids buy into your program. Some kids think it's hokey or whatever. They don't want to buy into it. But you know what, I just went on my experience. Uh, the one thing that I learned real quick, and, and that was, again, from my own father, was if you're the smartest, smartest person in the room, you need to leave or else you're never going to get any better. And I try to surround myself with um, good people, uh, my athletic uh, department, and also my coaching staff, Steve Charles, uh, Mike Nape Sr., all those guys, uh, very, very knowledgeable in the game, uh, also had very, you know, good success in the, pro, in, in the game. Uh, and we just you know, learn on their experiences. And really, I believe that's what bowling is, is learning and going forward and what you're able to learn on experience and moving forward and teaching that. That's the big thing. Uh, it's just to say, hey, I've been there. I've done that. And uh, this is what I learned from that. That's the big thing. Because bowling, you, you, you can be handed a pattern and say, hey, this is the way you play it. This is what you know what ball you need to use this is best uh that fits this this pattern but you know that's never ever gonna pan out all the time and you have to go back on your experience and that's what we've we've done in in the past and we've been successful on that well the numbers do speak for themselves but we'll get into that a little bit later but i wanted to talk to you about your coaching philosophy because again you have so many years of coaching has your coaching philosophy changed? Do you have you had to tweak it? What is your coaching philosophy? You know what? Um, again, uh, you always have to, to learn and continue to learn and improve. Uh, my philosophy is this, is uh, there's no right or wrong way to throw a ball. If you can throw a ball consistently and make shots, you're going to be successful. Uh, my job is to take what you have talent-wise and improve on that, not to change it. Uh, you know what? One of the best bowlers in the history of this game, Walter Ray Williams Jr., great bowler. Am I, am I correct? I mean, you, you can Fantastic argue. bowler. Yeah, you can argue. He's one of the best bowlers in the game. I don't know of one coach in this whole country or even the world that's trying to teach anybody to throw the ball like him. But he was successful what he did. So 
my theory is there's no right or wrong way to throw a ball. If we can take what you do and improve on that and make it even better, then that's what we're going to try to do. And that's success that we've had so far. Well, to talk about your success, how did your team do last year? I mean, this year, because I have the numbers pulled up, but from yeah. coach's view, how well did you guys do this year? Well, <laughs> we did well. You know, again, I don't want to ever uh, sit there and belittle what we accomplishments we did. Uh, the men and the women, we both had good seasons for any program. We had a good season. Our standards, we've already been to nationals. We've been to nationals every year. So um, we're not trying to get there. We're trying to win it. And then, you know, the men finished second at the NAI nationals, which is a big disappointment. Uh, the women, uh, we had a little hiccup there in uh, the back part of the match play for the ITCs. But, you know, we're all, both teams, we were there at the end trying to compete for a title, and that's all we ever want. We want to be there to compete. We've already been to nationals. We're not trying to get to nationals. We're trying to win it. And, yes, yeah, it's a little harsh. Uh, we come up short. We still had a good season, but it's not what we want. We want the well, titles. Well, I would say that's kind of like a difference in perspective because you have maybe younger programs or programs who aren't as experienced and they're like, oh, we just want to get to nationals. But for a team such as yours who's already been there, well, that's not the goal. That's the expectation. And the bar keeps rising and rising. And so when you don't meet that bar, even though you can say, yeah, we did all these good things, it still feels a bit disappointing at the end. Yeah, big disappointment. Um, boy, after that men's loss in the NEI Nationals, that really hurt for a little while. And it was nice to have that little gap between um, NEI Nationals and the ITC Nationals because we we did kind of, you know, recover a little bit from mentally from that loss. Um, but, it man, it, it still hurts. It still hurts. It's, <laughs> I still feel it. Well, you talked about recovering mentally. Talk about what you do to help your team's mental game, because that's a part of the sport that's so seldomly used and or talked about. You know, and, and correct, that is, uh, that's one thing that we do like to talk about a lot is uh, the middle part of the game. Because, again, you know, you could practice hours and hours, um, days, weekends, you know, but unless you put yourself in that situation mentally, you don't know. And, again, that's where the experience comes from. And we – I like to always fall back on my coaching staff. I mean, Steve Jarles, uh, I think he has eight PBA titles and one nationals. Uh, Mike Nape Sr., he held the average uh, record for the uh, USBC national, men's nationals for years. Uh, they have plenty of, um, you know, moments that they had to uh, go back on and, and to uh, – think about and to share with us, with the program and, and our players. And, and that's the big thing. I really believe that, you know, you get those players that's been in that situation 
they can talk about it. We can learn from it. You know, uh, one of the, also a good friend of the program, AJ Johnson, you know, he's got plenty of uh, experiences that he, he talks about with the program, you know, in situations that he's been. And I think that's the big thing about our program is we have that knowledge. We have that ex- experience that we get to share with the kids. Yeah, that certainly is one of those things. Like you name players like Steve Jaros, AJ Johnson, who have been and won lots and lots of titles. And so just one more thing for kids looking to go to your program that they get those experience to talk to those players. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Because uh, again, there's not a lot of people that's been in those situations, those big time situations. And we have those, those coaches, you know, the coaches here at that, at the university that can help us, you know, at least uh, tap into the, those experiences. For sure. And we talked about reasons why to be at St. Francis, but talk about what you're looking for in a recruit. You know, uh, we're a small university. And the one thing that I learned that this is, I just finished my 10th university or I'm sorry, my 10th season at the university. Uh, and, uh, the one thing that I've learned is that, uh, we're a small university. We're not going to get that 1% talent in the country. They're going to go to the big universities, and we get that. But what we've been able to do with the second-tier type uh, talent in, in the country, uh, we've really succeeded in that, in, in getting them to buy into the program. This is what we're trying to do. You know, We're not trying to outstrike the big, big schools. We're just trying to outfill the frames. Because if we can keep the ball in play, pick up our spares, fill frames, we're going to give ourselves a chance to win at the end of the day. And that's all we want. We want to be there at the end, and we want to give ourselves a chance because you know as well as I do that if we're in that position, anything can happen. It's bowling. Good breaks, bad breaks, whatever. That is certainly, certainly true. In some other sports, you know, if you don't have the best quote-unquote athletes, you know, you'll lose the majority of the time. But at that certain point in bowling, like, there's no defense. Like, as long as you do what you're supposed to do, you can win. You can beat anybody on any given day. And so Absolutely. giving yourself a chance, I believe, is one of the best, yeah. like, things that can happen. Absolutely. And I love those type of kids that have that little chip on their shoulder, little attitude somebody forgot about me or you don't think I'm good enough to play at that level. Let me show you. Those are the kids I love. Uh, those kids that are run through a wall for me. And, you know, it's, it's, it's all about the title or nothing. Anything short that is, you know, it's not acceptable here. Well, we were talking about recruiting. So for those recruits out there, just talk about what a typical practice is like. You know what? Um, so practice with us, uh, again, we're always at the mercy of uh, the center. Uh, George Contos, with, uh, who owns Town & Country Lanes in Joliet, Illinois, is an ambassador to bowling. Uh, anything we need, anything we want, anything we we need to, to do to get better, he, he lets us do. 
uh, patterns, putting out different patterns, uh, anything. Uh, again, we're also at the mercy of the bowling center because, you know, they have to make money too. So, uh, you know, a typical practice is us working on drills or working on spears or, or what we have. Uh, the one thing that we do need to improve on is uh, practice as a team. And that, again, that comes with uh, availability. But uh, at practice, that's we, we have the uh, the, the um, spectro. We have the spectro. Oh, cool. We have the torch. We have those learning tools. We get out every time. Uh, we use that. Um, but the one thing I'd like to prove on is a little bit more of the the team practice. Again, we're at the mercy of the bowling center. So with class schedules and everything like that, sometimes you can't get all the team players there at the same time. But we still have those tools that we get to use, the torch, spectral, and, and so forth. Well, you talked about having all these tools and team practice. Is there something else that you do as a team? Like I know some teams are into strength training. Is that something that you implement in your team or looking to implement? You know, again, we try to do the strength training thing. <laughs> uh, we're Again, we're a small university. Uh, enrollment is usually around 1,200. So we're, again, we're at the mercy of the schedule of uh, classes and bowling center. Uh, what I like to focus on more is team building. I love the team building thing. Uh, I love to go out and do things. We do little things like kickball. Uh, we, we play. Uh, we used to play uh, frisbee golf. Uh, we used to play, uh, you know, uh, some of the other games. Um, as a team building thing, uh, rock, uh, rock climbing. That was the other thing he was to do. So I'm, I'm really more into the, the team building more than the, the fitness. Not that we don't do anything in fitness. It's just, it's really hard with our schedule. Which is certainly understandable. But now I got a different type of question for you. It's a coaching question. And so let's say there's a bowler out there. He has a 185 average, good spare shooter, good grades, but he bowls with a conventional grip. Okay. I, I, I tell you this. Again, if you can fill frames for me, I can build the team around you. If you can fill frames for me, hit the pocket, control the pocket, fill the frames, pick up your spares, you're going to be consistent and you're going to be in, again, a position to win. And that's all we want to do is try to get ourselves as a team in a position to win. If we give ourselves that chance, we have an opportunity and anything can happen then. So if I'm going with a conventional guy that can keep the ball in play and fill frames, are you kidding me? I love this kid. <laughs> well, most uh, college coaches don't give that type of answer, so it's nice to see something refreshing. Yeah, I, I tell you, uh, it, you know, 85 to 190 average in college, again, you're a role player. Uh, if you buy into the if you buy into the program, you know, and you, you understand that, hey, you know, of course, everybody wants to average 220 or be, all, you know, all tournament and, and, and things like that, you know, all American. But not all of us can. So be that guy that will help us win. I tell you what, I always tell the kids this. You know, it's not that guy 
that started and is averaging 220 and, you know, in the top five in the tournament. It's not about that. It's that guy that comes off the vent, the bench. He comes off the bench when somebody else is struggling and he gives you that spark. He gives you that double. He fills the frames. He's, he's popping 20190. That's the guy that helped us win the tournament, not the guy who averaged 220. It's the guy that come off the bench that helped us. That's big. Truly words of wisdom for anyone out there listening. But as we wind down, Coach, I want to give you a chance to plug your school. So why should someone go to St. Francis? <laughs> well, you know, I, I tell the recruits this. I can promise you this. I can promise you this. I can promise you, one, an excellent education. We're a small university in the Midwest. We're a top five, 35 in the country and universities our size. So we're good university education-wise. And that's not me just saying that. Again, that's Princeton Review and uh, US, US News that, rank, that ranked us, okay? So I can promise you a good education. Second, I can promise you that we're gonna compete for a national championship every year. We're gonna compete. You know, we sit there and especially on the girl side, you have the NCAA, you have all these other schools. Again, our little school here in the Midwest, just right outside of Chicago, we're still able to compete with the, the Wichita's, the Weber's, the, you know, Sam Houston's, the uh, McHenry's. We're going to compete against them. We're, I'm sure we don't put the fear you know, in them. I'm sure they don't sit there and say, oh, we have to bowl St. Francis. We're scared of them. But you know what? They don't want to bowl us because we're going to be a pain in the butt because we're going to be tough. We're going to fight you. We're going to take you to a game seven. It's not going to be easy. You might beat us six out of 10 times, but you know what? All we need is that one time to beat you. And we are capable of doing that. And I'm going to promise you that we're always going to be in position to compete for a national title. That's what I can promise you. That's why I think you should come here. Wow, Coach, you got me all fired up. But that's <laughs> all we have for this episode of the Pin for Pin podcast. So I'll leave you all with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all next week. 